The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Here we go. Great. So, hello, hello, everyone. Lovely to be with you on this Friday or Saturday if you're uh, in a different time zone. It's already morning or afternoon the next day. So, so for today's practice, cultivating metta, kindness, goodwill, the practices of the heart, I wanted to um, combine two invitations. One is an invitation for rest, for deep rest, um, as a way to share kindness with ourselves, to be kind to ourselves. We don't always have to be doing, doing, doing. So this is um, opening up to rest is an expression of kindness. And I want to couple that actually with the intentionality of engaging with kindness in our choices. We always have choice points. We always have choices that we make in sometimes unintentional, sometimes intentionally. And I want to bring more awareness to um to what's called in Buddhism volition or volitional formations or sankharas. We talked about it this past week for those who showed up to the 7 a.m. It's it's this sense of even mild or subtle volitional choice that we make in our minds. Um, all the time, all the time. So bringing more awareness to that, we can choose to be kind, gentle, generous, grateful, etc. Or we can choose, quote unquote, choose. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it's a choice, but really it is a uh, byproduct of many, many choices we've made in the past um, or choices that we've been engaged with perhaps through our upbringing. And we can start to notice it, not to to self-flagellate uh, and say, oh, I'm being mean to myself and just adding more salt to the wound, but just noticing and perhaps ever so slowly bringing more kindness, making a choice to slowly, slowly change the uh, the flow of our future choices. So ever so gently. But but it requires that we first bring awareness to our choices in every moment. Not these big life choices, yeah, those too, of course, but, but in these small, tiny choices that we make every moment, how we react, how we behave. So, so with that, let's make a choice to turn towards our practice. So sitting or lying down or standing, however it's comfortable for you. And letting the body, making a choice, a conscious choice. To relax the body. Relax the mind. 
Relax the heart. And let our posture to have a sense of integrity, uprightness. And yet have a relaxed, choose to have a relaxed attitude, relaxed posture in the heart, a spacious posture in the mind. And with this spacious stance in the heart-mind, receiving the breath, sensations in the abdomen, one breath at a time to invite ourselves to settle, take refuge in this moment in time. Taking refuge in quiet is deeply healing and restful. And we choose to release thoughts, preoccupations, plans, overdoing. Can you release all that and make a choice? Choose to be simple. Choose to rest. Invite the heart and mind to rest and be at ease in this moment.
Now we choose rest, refuge, in simplicity as a radical act of kindness to this being who is me. Release, release, release as an act of metta. Especially releasing what's not helpful right now. Wordless care, simple kindness. Instead of pushing this being to do and accomplish and doing and doing, let it rest. Let her, him, they rest. Just as you would lay a beloved child on their bed, a little baby, let them rest. Same gesture of kindness, choosing this gentle gesture of kindness for yourself.
as if each breath was rocking, was rocking, lovingly rocking yourself in this crib with each in-breath and out-breath. And we choose, and we choose ease, and we choose non-entanglement with thinking, wanting, worrying, and we choose to put it down for just this moment, put it down, and then this moment. And this moment, stringing these moments together, not picking it up. Choosing not to pick up the unhelpful patterns of the mind. Training ourselves in the supreme training. <laughs> 
Choosing ease. Choosing kindness. Choosing non-reactivity. Choosing peace. In this moment, in this mind and heart. Planting seeds. As the famous Swami said years ago, the natural state of our mind is peace and quiet. We just keep staring it up. We choose to release staring it up. Putting it down with kindness, with ease.
As we turn to bring this guided meditation to a close, to sit together, let us choose non-judgment, no matter how the spirit of practice was, distracted, sleepy, doesn't matter. Can we choose kindness, appreciation? for this practice, for this opportunity, for ourselves, for the community, for the technology, all the goodness. Can we have a moment of appreciation, cultivating ease, kindness, goodwill for ourselves? Can we choose to be generous and sharing our goodwill with all beings everywhere? May all beings be happy. May all beings be free, including myself. So everyone, thanks for your practice. Ah, so, hmm, I'd like to invite us, if you would, if you would put, uh, you wanted to share a word of reflection. It's coming up for you in this moment. How are you doing? What's happening? Um, Yeah, and what's my one word? Hard to choose one word. There's happy. Okay, three words. There's happy. There's peaceful. Yeah, and easeful. Ah, says Neil. You can also share your reflections privately if you want with me. I'll just read your your um, reflection, not your uh, name. Curious about ease, says Amy. Precious time. Gentle, says Peggy. Mm, feel like a gentle rain. Relaxed, says Audrey. Yeah. Ah. Letting go, says Aurora. I love these reflections, bringing them into the um, space. I like the peace and quiet quote, says Jerry. Yeah, me too. So keeping with this theme for choosing kindness, choosing peace and ease, I'd like to invite us to see if we can stay in this space as we engage with fellow practitioners, not from a heady place. This can be really interesting practice. It can really stretch us if you tend to get into a heady place when you get into a social situation. What if you stay in this quiet space and in a container of fellow practitioners when your turn comes, 
explore. Maybe a few words come from the space of quiet, exploring for yourself, for your benefit, not for their benefit. Not trying to speak to them, you're just exploring out loud, and maybe just silence comes up, in which case you hold yourself with care, you choose silence and peace, and you're held with care, silence and ease. It's all good. You can also, um, yeah, you can, you can explore the space of relating with in a different way. This can be really opening because we usually get into a space we want to talk, we want to share, we want to share our opinions and in this relational space. What if we get into relational space? The intention to hold our peace, hold the peace and ease, choosing peace, uh, knowing that the other people in the space are making the same choice. So, Ah, what an interesting exploration together. You may not say a word. You might say a few words. It doesn't matter. See what feels authentic. And if it feels awkward, maybe say that. Yeah, there's peace and there's some awkwardness. Just explore for yourself. See what this could open up. It can unhook the habit patterns we tend to have in social situations. This can be really interesting exploration can be a very quiet gentle exploration like a sandbox relational sandbox be curious so so allowing can inviting us to engage small groups as you speak offer a reflection about what's arising how you're feeling how this is this exploration of choosing peace and kindness is feeling is resonating for you again it's for your own exploration offer a nugget and put it in the space for your benefit then let the next person do an exploration one nugget the next person and then it comes back to you so you go around and around a few times it's not a long monologue and you can always also say pass yeah you can just smile and or not even smile, just say pass. And maybe, yeah, maybe everybody passes. And maybe the second round you want to say something or not. Just share silence together. It's going to be so interesting. Anyway, explore, dear fellow, fellow practitioners. I'm going to create the rooms, <clears throat> inviting you to explore and and let's let uh, let the order be revel- reverse alphabetical order according to first name. And I'm opening the rooms. And take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And here we go. Okay, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hmm. Hope you had an interesting opening, different, um, yeah, learning opportunity in in the small group. So, so we'd love to hear if you like to share how, what did you discover either from the practice or from the exploration in the small groups, especially if you haven't spoken recently. Any 
anything you like to bring into the uh, community space would be lovely. I've been in, enjoying your, your, your talks this week in the morning and um, uh, that the subtlety of how watching the mind is uh, caught my attention. And uh, I, I didn't, I didn't catch today, so I missed that, but I wonder if you have thoughts on, a little confusion about I'm going through some some difficult moods, emotions or around grief. And so some may be like necessary to just be with it as opposed to avoiding it completely, which is impossible. But how does that so is it is it that watching the mind, even though it's painful, difficult, sometimes unpleasant to just be, this is a good opportunity to watch those what what might might get out of watching the mind the subtlety of what it what messages there may be there wow yeah thanks peter um so many different different options for for especially with with being with grief when there is loss of course grief is a natural res- response of the mind and heart and of course, sometimes grief can be complicated or contracted because there's resistance to the grief, to the loss and, and the various stages of, of grief with bargaining and anger and just, you know, the, the, the challenging emotions, which again could, could be considered a natural part of grief. And yet, um, they're off, they often get, um, uh, more, ch- it gets more challenging when there's more resistance and they're, some perhaps um if if there's a lack of kindness or if there's more is more clingy so it can be helpful to see those but not as you said not trying to do this in order to get rid of so make sure that that you don't have you don't end up with this um project of oh i'm doing this practice in order to get rid of grief uh, I didn't hear that, but but sometimes it can become a a subtle second agenda, um, and it's wonderful because I did hear more that there is this intention of learning from. What am I learning if I observe my mind, my heart in the space? What am I learning? What am I learning about the patterns of this heart and mind? What am I? What can I learn about um, the? the response of a human being to grief in general. So it's both the personal and then the, and then universal. And can I take on this, this seeing this clear seeing as it is intertwined with kindness, this curiosity, which has kindness with it. So it's responsive. Sometimes it can lean into the kindness and sometimes can lean into the curiosity. And there can be more of a, a, a fiercer compassion, like, oh, sweetheart, you're really wallowing this. Okay, maybe this is not helpful. And sometimes it, it's helpful to say, okay, stay with this, stay with this. So always having compassion and kindness, metta and kindness intertwined in the curiosity as you observe. 
the state of mind. Does that does that help more questions? Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Peter. Oh, oh, beautiful, challenging, opening to be human, to go through all these, um, yeah, emotions and states of mind and heart that we all do at different times. Yeah, thank you. Any other reflections or questions? Anything in particular about choosing, choosing peace, choosing non-entanglement, choosing to put it down when you start to steer it up, noticing that, oh yeah, the mind is just thinking and just like a, you know, like a dog that doesn't want to let go of a juicy bone. It just... Like, okay, sweetie, you can put it down. It's all right. It's not yet that juicy. It's a hollow bone, really. Jean. Yeah, Nikki, I was just feeling that way. Like, I'm just itching in this really uncomfortable way to, like, check my email. And, um, yeah, I'm in that loop. And it's it's just so hard to not do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's 701, you know, I'm going to go for the email. So it's interesting you said that. Um, <laughs> this is great. Actually, Jean, let's, let's try something out if you're up for it. This is great. So um, as, as this itching is coming up, I'm going to ask you to unmute if you want to, to try this out. So, so let yourself, and if anybody else has some kind of an itch that's happening right now, I want to go do that now, or I want to go watch that whatever Netflix thing right now. Just, it's okay. You can still do it, but just play around with, with it for a moment. Just play around. So, so, so feel into this, this clinging, this wanting, this, this loop, like, like I will really want it. And just with kindness, just really, really let it be. Really let it be felt and really feel into it. (sighs) Breathe with it, breathe around it. Trying to deny it. You're not trying to get rid of it. You're not suppressing it. And you're not giving it energy to let it proliferate. You're just being with it, just observing it. It's like a little little child that's having a tantrum, just patiently being with it. It's okay. Ah, breathe. Be stable. Breathe. Keep breathing. Keep watching it. Keep breathing. Let the body, the mind be calm, spacious. Keep watching it as it jumps up and down, maybe throws a little tantrum. Just smile. Keep watching and be with it. And whatever you decide is fine. Just see what's happening. Any any reflections, Jean? I think somehow talking about it out loud to you um, and maybe you responding, it sort of broke. And I just, it, it, like I thought it would give me relief to, to, to push that email and it, it sort of broke and I just felt sad, just felt a sadness um, in my chest and behind my eyes. And I don't, I don't 
want that anymore right now. You I don't, don't want, want the email anymore. I don't have that oh. drive. It's sort of um, let me go. And I just feel kind of sad now. But yeah. um, I think that feels better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, it's, it's a different, it's a, it is a real relief kind of. Yeah. Just, Thanks for speaking to that. Now, now it, it might actually be that this is a moment of insight. And, and thank you for uh, playing, you know, uh, inquiring together in real time, because it's both help, also helpful for the community where these things come up, because um, it may be that, Jean, in this case, it was the sadness that was the linchpin of the agitation. But it wasn't seen. It was kind of... It was the energy behind. And when we really pay attention to what's on top, this this energy of wanted, wanted, and then oh, it lets go, it breaks, as you said, and we get to see what's what's underneath. And and we can be with the sadness. Can I be with that too? With the same way, with the kindness and generosity and uh and see what's there, what's yeah, what's the lesson there? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Ah, great. And maybe one last reflection here from Mima. I wanted to share something. It's, um, I feel that by coming to happy hour and I've learned so much from you and how to speak to myself. Um, I almost want to cry right now because I come from a really rough background most of my life that um, to be kind to myself was something that was foreign. And through happy hour and through some your your teachings, I've learned, like I could get the teachings from like the Dharma talks and stuff like that, um, Dharma seed, but to hear you speak to yourself and to speak to us that way. It's warmed my heart so much that I speak to others that way now as well, because that's how I speak to me now. And so I'm just so touched that I've learned that. Um, yeah. My family members can't believe the transformation because of the, the sweetness, the kindness, the, the words, and they're genuine. I feel them. It's like all that other stuff, like you told Jean right now was covering up the, the goodness the kindness, the compassion that I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for that and everyone else. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, Mima. And now I I have tears in my eyes. Oh, thank you so much for sharing your reflection and 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 the beauty of your practice, your transformation. I am deeply, deeply touched. Thank you. Oh, it means the world to me. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I'm celebrating you. I'm cheering you on, me, Mama. You continue to cultivate this voice of kindness for yourself and for the sake of so many beings. Oh, what a beautiful note. Thank you to to end on, to end on tonight. Oh, thank you, Mima. Thank deep, you, Amy. Deep gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. 
Ah, I'm buoyed. I'm I'm my heart is full. Thanks, Mima. My well, my heart is full from this practice and all of your sharings. And now I've it's over full. It's overflowing. Happy dance. Yay, Nikki, happy dance. <laughs> One more kind vo- voice in the world. Yay. Sweet. Aww. So thank you all. Thank you so much for your practice, for your goodness, for your cultivation. We do this work for not just for ourselves, clearly, but for all beings everywhere in ways we cannot fathom how they get touched. May may all beings everywhere have goodness, have ease. May they be free, including ourselves. Thanks, everyone. Be well. And now I'm going to invite you all, if you would, unmute yourselves for a cacophonous goodbye. How fun. Thank you all. Thank you, Nikki. Thank Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Nikki. Bye. Bye.